Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Chronically Mom podcast. I am your host, Michelle. I am the creator of chronicallyblonde.com, and I am the creator of this podcast. I'm excited to be back here this week. Um, I have my McKenna with me. She's hanging out in her bouncer, so if you hear some some coos, that's why. But, uh, you know, always just trying to get get things recorded, get things done uh, when I can. But today's episode was inspired by a two-part uh, mini-series that I did on TikTok about advocating for yourself when it comes to healthcare, medical expenses, and prescription costs. So wanted to get into some more detail around this, share some of the things that I've learned over the years. Um, I've had a chronic illness pretty much all of my adult life. So I've always had to navigate the medical bills, costs of things, and I haven't always done it in the most uh, effective ways. But throughout the years, I've picked up some tips and tricks. And um, I, I use those when I'm managing finances for our family and healthcare costs for our family um, in general. So I am going to give you guys my tips. Um, I am not a professional. I'm not a financial professional. I'm not a financial expert. So always double check. Um, but the, this is just some stuff that, that has worked for me. Um, so first let's talk about healthcare expenses in general. They are pain in the ass. Um, there's so much that's wrong with our healthcare system and the uh, insurance companies working with the providers and the drug companies. There's just such a disconnect. And a lot of the times it comes down on the patients. We're the ones who have to pay for it, quite literally. Um, and a lot of a lot of the time you can work through some of these costs or figure out really the the details of these bills if you have the time to sit on the phone with your provider with the insurance company um it's pretty much like a full-time job um and it's not uncommon if you have a chronic illness you know this to get bills for astronomical amounts um for example when i get my infusions at the one time i got a bill for um, $21,000 that was due in 30 days. And I am just not someone who has $21,000 laying around. Um, so the, it's, it's things like that that can be very startling, um, when, when that happens. Um, and if you don't know how to navigate it, then, um, it can really increase your stress level. It can increase your stress level, even if you do know how to navigate it. But, um, so here's just some some easy tips that you can start to implement for yourself, whether you have a chronic illness or whether you're just managing expenses for your family. So number one, I always ask to see a detailed statement of my bill. So whether it's a hospital visit or an infusion treatment, um, I always want to see exactly 
what little charges went to make up that big total charge um, just to make sure that there's nothing that was kind of automatically put on there that I didn't receive. I don't want to be paying for something that I didn't get. Um, so I, if there's something that I, I feel like there could be a discrepancy about or I'm not sure where it came from, I always ask. Um, it can feel a little intimidating at first. And at first I felt like I was being annoying. Um, but it's your right to know what you're paying for. And if there's something that they automatically put on there that it could have just been an accident and you didn't actually receive that medication or that service, um, then you shouldn't have to pay for it. Okay, next tip is to utilize your HSA or FSA account to its full potential. Um, this has been a really, really big one for me. So these are pre-tax accounts that you can set up through your employer. Um, so if you don't have one already, check to see if you're eligible. A lot of the times uh, companies will match your contribution or provide a certain contribution um, to the account per year. Um, so you definitely want to make sure that you're getting the most kind of bang for your buck the most out of that um usually there's an hr professional or with larger companies um there can be like a, a portal that you can log on and i would just make sure that you're doing your due diligence in researching um what your company offers there um this account i have used it for countless countless things um mainly co-pays, uh, hitting your deductible at the beginning of the year. It could be very expensive, um, unexpected medical expenses that come up. And like I said, it is pre-tax, so it's a smart way to be saving your money. All right, next one is don't take rejected claims at face value. Sometimes it's just as simple as the insurance company needing additional documentation. Um, so for example, I had a provider that had switched out of my network, um, but it was for a specialty, uh, like postpartum care and they were rejecting my coverage. The insurance company was because she was out of network. It turned out that all I had to do was get her to fill out a transition of care form, um, I'm saying all I had all I had to do it was way more a longer process than that so I don't want to downplay that it was a pain in the ass um but I it, I was able to to continue seeing her um through the postpartum period and have it still be covered by insurance um so it is a it is a pain but always ask to see if there's anything that you can do um, either to continue seeing a, a provider or if there's a certain um, like medical device or prescription that you need covered. Um, this is a great example. When I was pregnant, I um, I knew I was going to have a, a, another C-section, so I wanted to get some of the uh, supportive belly wear, like the wraps, um, and I tried to have that re reimbursed and I got denied. Um, and I went back to my doctor, asked them for a prescription um, to say that it was a medical necessity, which it was. Um, and then when I resubmitted that claim with the uh, prescription from my doctor, then I was able to get that covered. And that will save you a lot of money. Now, the trade-off is it is a time-consuming thing having to 
look at all of these, I don't want to call them loopholes, they're not loopholes, but really look at all of these little um, things that you need to pay attention to and it's additional papers that you have to file, conversations that you have to have. Um, so it's up to you if you have the time and it's worth it to you to do that. Um, <clears throat> it sucks that this is what we have to do. We have to kind of pick our battles, um, but it is what it is, I guess. Um, okay, let's get into prescription prices. So a couple things here that I've realized as I have been on some very expensive medications over the years. Uh, first, I always ask to see if there's a generic version. So that is something that to me, that's just like an obvious thing to do now. But I realized that a lot of the times if you're not familiar with taking medications, you might not know about generic versions. So always ask if there's a generic version. A lot of the times um, this is it's literally the exact same thing. It will just be cheaper to you. Uh, another tip, always ask to see if your doctor has samples. I do this all the time. Um, this can be a huge money saver, especially if you're starting on like a new medication and you don't know if it's going to work or not. Um, like when I, before I started my infusions, I asked if um, my gastro had samples of um, an anti-inflammatory medication that I was going on and I tried it for a month and it was the free samples. Turned out it did not work for me. Um, and it would have been expensive for me to have to get that prescription filled, but luckily I was able to use a sample, realized it didn't work, and then went on to the next thing. Um, the drug companies, pharmaceutical companies, give doctors samples to give to patients. Um, so it's not like weird to ask or anything like that. Um, this is also a, a tip that I use for a pediatrician, especially when McKenna was going through um, some of her skin issues and then her um, allergic uh, reactions to the formula. I didn't want to buy a big thing of formula and have her not respond well to it and then it's it's difficult because you have this whole big thing of formula you can't donate it because it's been opened and then she can't use it so um our pediatrician was great and provided us with some formula samples of the hyperallergenic formulas um so we were able to see what worked for her before we invested in a larger quantity of it um because those are not cheap so uh yeah very helpful <laughs> um Another thing that I did not know about until I started on biologics um, was that some manufacturers actually have programs um, to help offset or help uh, help assist you with the cost of the drugs. I've utilized these types of programs with both of the biologics that I've been on. Um, and it saved me a ton of money. Um, each program has their own specifics as far as eligibility, what they assist you with, things like that. But there should be someone at your practice who specializes in handling these programs. Um, so make sure to ask and even, you know, look into it yourself if, if you know that you're going to be switching to a new drug. Um, it's just so important that you know that these programs exist because a huge 
barrier to receiving treatment and receiving some of these medications being compliant with your treatment is cost. So knowing that there are these workarounds, um, it, it makes it more accessible for um, patients to, to get their hands on these medications that can make a difference for them. Okay, here are a couple more tips um, that I picked up, kind of miscellaneous things um, that I have experienced, I've discovered through my experiences. Um, so one is if your insurance is changing, is about to change, has just changed, you need to let your doctor's office know as soon as possible. Um, that way they can process everything with your updated insurance. Um, I've had issues where my uh, infusion has been delayed because they weren't able to order the medication. Um, or if they were going to order it, it would be an insane cost to me um, because everything wasn't approved on the back end from the insurance change. Um, so that is a really big one. Um, and I know that it makes everyone's life easier at the doctor's office as well. Um, and then you aren't stuck with an insane bill. Also, I know I keep talking about how much of a time suck it is trying to make sure that you're saving the money that you can. Um, there are a couple services that um, that I've used before that do make it easier. Um, one is GoodRx. Um, that's an app that you can use to look up um, prescription costs. Um, they let you compare costs at, at different pharmacies. Um, so you have an idea of what you should be paying. Um, another service is Wealthy, which I did not know about. And I just started to recently use this um, because of a friend who's working there. Um, but it is a company that supports you um, through your healthcare expenses by communicating with your insurance company and basically being that liaison, that advocate for you. Um, so I had uh, someone that I was working with, um, with McKenna's tongue tie and lip tie situation. Um, we They denied her claim um, for some crazy reasons. So I, I had a, a representative um, from Wealthy that um, I was working with. It was through my employer, but you can also um, work with them not through your employer. Um, and there's different fees associated with that. But um, they're able to help you get to the bottom of insurance claims. And um, they were also working on um, seeing about getting her specialty formula covered by insurance for us. So uh, that is, um, that's something that you can look into too. I'm still in the process of working with them so I don't know the official like resolution or, or anything there um, but it's been a really good experience so far and I am game to try anything that can help uh, save time and save money so hopefully some of these tips help um, I like I said I shared some of these very very quickly on TikTok the other day I also did a post recently on Instagram, um, which I, it was very interesting to me. Um, it's about biologics, um, the difference between originators and biosimilars. I did not even know that multiple types of these biologics existed um, until last month we had a webinar with the American Gastro Association where we learned about the, the difference and um, the pros and cons, um, sort of how they came to be. So I think it's important that 
we know about these drug options because right now it doesn't seem like the cost savings are trickling down to the patient just yet, but potentially it will trickle down to us in the future. So we want to make sure that, you know, we know um, so we're able to make informed decisions and um, talk to our doctor about the different options that we have. Um, So basically, uh, biosimilars are almost identical to a biologic, um, but they aren't totally identical. So biologic is, um, it's made up of proteins um, and it's just a different, protein that is similar for my understanding. Um, and it works very, very similarly and has, um, very close to exact rates of effectiveness, um, as the originator does. Um, there are pros and cons using each. Um, I talk a little bit about that more in the the Instagram post. Um, but, Um, I think it's just, it's interesting to see these other potential cost saving, uh, areas that are, that are popping up and, and, and we want to stay informed on them. Okay. Last thing is we just need to talk about healthcare costs because so many times there are these little hidden tips and tricks that people have figured out by going through it. And, um, we, we want to make sure that we're, we're sharing that and even, um, being open about, Hey, this is what I'm running into with my family in your, you know, in your friend group or your online community, Facebook group. Um, for example, I didn't know that we could get hypoallergenic formula potentially covered by insurance until I started to talk to some other moms about our journey through McKenna's allergies. Um, and I would have never known. Um, and I've had a lot of, a lot of times that I've shared about, um, the cost savings programs that, that I've been on for biologics and people are like, oh my gosh, I didn't know about this. I'm switching to this biologic. Um, and even if it's not, you know, a necessarily a, a done deal, at least it's something that you can bring up to your provider or your insurance company. So, like I said, we need to keep talking about it and uh, just spread the word about these little uh, little tips and tricks. And hopefully things will, will change in our favor in the future and it won't have to be such an uphill battle. Um, but for now, at least we're uh, uphill battling together, right? <laughs> well, thanks for listening this week, guys. I will talk to you next week. Make sure to follow along on Instagram at chronicallyblonde. And you can check out the website chronicallyblonde.com for some more resources, life updates, um, and then just some other fun, lighthearted content too. So hope you all have a great week.